0: You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Capades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki and I'm here with Stephanie and we have our colleagues Gina and Jessica here with us from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 572 and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast.
1: Thank you for all those prayers last week. We are feeling so much better. I really appreciate um, all the, the kind thoughts. Today, we'll be sharing with you all the latest Disney rumors and news to try and help your week be more magical. If you're looking to reschedule or book a trip, one of our agents would be glad to help. Visit yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. If you are thinking about going to Disney in the future, a small refundable deposit will hold your trip. Just contact us today.
0: Well, listeners, I'm warning you that this episode is going to be a little bit like a roller coaster ride. There are ups, but with ups, must come some downs. So I'm going to start with an up. We found out that Disney characters will be returning to the resorts just in time for the holidays. Um, the characters themselves will be arriving in customized RVs at random times throughout the day and will greet guests at socially distanced locations. Disney characters at the WDW resorts are very common in Disney resorts throughout the holidays, so we don't know for sure if the characters are just back for the holidays or this is actually going to be a long, long term situation well of course uh Stephanie and I for sure are rooting for the long-term comeback oh yeah Um, but I'm sure it's going to be social distance no matter how but they've got some really cute ideas of how they're doing it I know uh with Anna and Elsa and Epcot they have them like a fence is dividing you and them but it still seems like you're close enough that the pictures look good so um I'm excited I know Steph is because she likes the characters like I do Jessica and Gina how do you feel about those characters
2: Um, for me, it's some of the characters, you know, like Stitch and uh, Mickey, of course, and um, we always have to do Anna and Elsa.
3: Yeah, we love the characters. I'm all about the characters. I feel like Disney, part of Disney experience is meeting the characters, having meals with the characters, whatever it may be.
1: So, and it's always good news when characters are back and even if it's socially distanced it's okay because your kids are still able to interact with them to right. see them and to think that is the real deal right there and to get super excited so i'm okay with it being socially distanced
0: i think eventually we'll get back
1: I One day we'll be there well here comes the valley hold on tight Hong Kong Disneyland is going to be forced to close its gate due to a fourth wave of COVID-19 that has started to take hold in the city. According to a press conference today by Hong Kong's Chief Executive Carrie Lam, the city reported 76 new cases of the virus on November 30th. Disney released this message. As required by the government and in line with the preventative efforts taking place across Hong Kong, Hong Kong Disneyland Park will temporarily close beginning December 2nd. We are in close contact with health authorities and the government about the situation and announce a reopening date once they have determined it is advisable. This is the fourth wave of corona to sweep through Hong Kong. Wow, four, Jeez. Well, I just think they're
0: more conservative than we are. I mean look Uh-oh. at that number. 76. <laughs> well, that's what somebody else. I think the last time they closed it was like 29 people. there were 29 people yesterday and I'm like, okay, there's a lot of people in that in Hong Kong because that's where my, my friend's uh, son went to college and she was just like it's like salmon walking down the street to go anywhere. like kind of like New York City, I think.
1: Yeah, I wonder if maybe it's 76 like reported cases, but they aren't testing people like maybe if that's why the number seems so low. There's a lot of people who have symptoms or something, but they're just not being reported because they can't get tests. I, I don't know. It just seems crazy that they're saying 76 is a big number. Well, considering
2: how many we have in the United States right now. (laughs) Yeah. 76 would be like a
1: dream number.
2: kidding. (laughs) Okay, so before I get on to my portion, I have a shout-out. We have a young fan named Ben, who always is asking his mom if I am on on an episode. They listen weekly, so he's always asking, is Gina going to be on? Is Gina going to be on? So Ben, yes, I am on this week, buddy.
1: Hi. Hi ben.
2: Thanks for listening.
1: Yeah, thanks, Ben. He's been
0: listening since he's been small. Oh yeah, I, I know she used tall. to Facebook us and say, uh, Ben and I enjoyed the show today on the way to work or something. So that's amazing. Now you, so how you so just, just need to raise your little brother up to do the same thing. And he is also recovering from
2: COVID.
1: Oh man, I feel you, but
2: fun to have it. Okay, so this past week, the 2020 fun continued at Hollywood Studios. Star Wars Rise of the Resistance is still experiencing technical difficulties, which may be why my clients were not able to get in the queue. In the ITS transport, which is one of the pre-show rooms, only half the screens that act like windows behind Lieutenant Beck were working. It looked like Pilot Neon Dub was looking into a partially abyss. When the guests tried to board, the loading station only had one loading vehicle. Guests noticed during the ride that the lift right in front of the AT-AT was also blocked off. Other reports from guests stated that the cannons haven't been firing correctly. Also noting issues with animatronics with all the two common B-Moon Kylo Ren. Okay, that's a lot of issues. This is the yeah, new yeah. ride.
1: What's going here?
2: This was its one year anniversary date. This I was gonna is- say, but if you guys remember, a lot of times with these new rides, they had issues for a long time.
0: I just didn't remember this. And I guess because it's in Shanghai, we didn't hear as much, but like their Pirates of the Caribbean ride is amazing. And I don't remember hearing as many, technical problems and they theirs is a lot of the um you know like on the frozen ride where the faces are put on the characters for Mm -hmm. um Kristoff and Anna and Elsa and all them theirs is all like that I don't know what that's called projection or something for um Pirates of the Caribbean and I never heard any I'm not saying there wasn't because I mean but you think we would have heard about it
3: at this point it's 2020 I expect it all
2: right (laughs) right
3: (laughs) Well, the crowds continue to grow at Disney World, this past Friday, the line for Jungle Cruise is using the Swiss Family Treehouse queue in the Magic Kingdom. And also this week, the scrims were covering the Magic Kingdom Railroad, so it's been two years since the train has been carrying guests around the park for a scenic ride. And finally, the scrims represent that refurbishments are going to happen, so we're sure that it's to repair the station for the upcoming 50th anniversary next year. Hopefully. I mean we've waited for how long <laughs>
0: two
1: more right? years
3: i actually um, got an update
0: about that this morning i think it was this morning it was today i know that this day is all a long day um that some new track was laid and somebody spotted it so we know that it at least we know that's happening and then the other thing you were talking about the queue line oh the queue line for haunted mansion was at pecos bill today uh, holy cow this is a monday so people long. <laughs> How long of a predicted wait is that? I don't, they didn't say the predicted wait, but Kaylee and I were like, Pecos Bill is way down by Splash Mountain. So, do you think that they upped the amount of people out in the park again? Well, I don't know for sure. They haven't publicly said that or whatever, but one of my friends that always goes at Thanksgiving, we're, we're um, gonna, I'm blowing your in stuff. We're interviewing her for a Friday episode, or actually we've already interviewed it and recorded it. It's for Friday. And she said that she felt like it was close to the same amount of people as it is every Thanksgiving. And her daughter said she thought it was exactly the same. Wow. she hmm. She's like, I felt like it was the same, Mom.
1: I mean, clearly it's not going to be completely the Like, they... It probably feels that way because the lines look so long because of the social distance that has to be happening. They couldn't have opened it up to full capacity. But I mean, there's no way it's 35% if they're saying no, that it feels She insane. said that. She said
0: overall, she thought it was a good situation. But yeah, she said it was definitely more than 35%. I'm
2: really hoping in February that they still have the lower ground, that it's not back to. I'll be shocked you know, full if it's capacity. not. And it's lower in February anyway. I'm looking forward to it not being crowded. That'd be fun.
0: Radio Disney and Radio Disney Country will be shutting down in the first quarter of 2021. This is the latest move in Disney's restructuring to focus more on streaming. Radio Disney was launched in 1996 and expanded to satellite radio and more platforms over the years. In 2005, it was available in 97% of of the United States. Many major Disney Channel stars benefited from their music playing on Radio Disney, the past 24 years, including artists like Miley Cyrus, the Jonas Brothers, Taylor Swift, Britney Spears, and One Direction. This impact is going to mean that 36 cast members are losing their jobs. And I am hoping that Disney can find a new place for them in the streaming business.
2: Right. Yeah, I'm really disappointed because we listen to Radio Disney a lot on Cirrus XM. I mean, it's one of the stations in my car.
0: Yep, we listen to it
2: on
1: uh, radio.com. I'm just laughing at that list cuz those are those are my type of <laughs> oh, <is> right there. <laughs> like my childhood.
0: I don't oh. play, I don't think they play Miley Cyrus anymore on there. Man, have you seen her? Woo.
1: She's changed.
0: She's <laughs> a little. She's not, <laughs> not quite the same. Not Disney uh, friendly. No.
1: No. All right, so all you Disney shoppers, time to listen up. Disney is testing out the mobile merchandise checkout app. This merchandise checkout can be found in the Disneyland and Disney World My Disney Experience app. You can start shopping on your phone by scanning the QR code or by going on the My Disney Experience app. And then you're gonna need to grab a designated shopping bag. You're then gonna scan the items that you want to purchase with the app and then place them in your shopping bag. Then you are, when you're finished checking out on the app, you're gonna get a special code to scan at the mobile checkout lane where you will show the code and they are going to let you exit. These cast members will remove tags and electronic security tags that are necessary. It's just in the testing phase right now, but the people that have used it seem to really like it. What a different way to shop. What a different way Awesome. You Mouse, like Gears. Mouse Gears
0: is where they're testing this. I couldn't find it at first, but Mouse Gears is where it's they're... It's
2: like Fast Pass for shopping.
0: <laughs> it was really cool. Um, we were saying, because Kaylee always buys a mug every time, and it made me think of Gina because she likes her mugs too. We do the same thing. And, um, But those people, when they're scanning your thing to get you out, apparently, um, I saw that on a YouTube video yesterday, that they wrap the stuff for you and everything. Hmm. So I think kind of you're going to be in a little bit of a line but not as bad. And you're sh- and you're doing self check.
3: I'm partially sad about this though. I always feel like checking out with them like that's part of the Disney experience. Their employees are so I mean not employees their cast members are so like helpful and happy and I remember I've been asked like are you celebrating a special occasion today? Here's an extra pin Mm -hmm. or whatever it may be. I just I've always loved that experience because I think that's kind of what makes Disney Disney. So I really hope that they don't roll it out across the board that they still have the option if you want to actually like be people like beyond just the one lady that's wrapping your gift and letting you out the door. I, I think they will because I, I mean t- to some extent
0: they've just learned how to work on a skeletal crew or at right. least that's what right. I've been reading
2: they Yeah, have, so, they have to they have no choice at this point right so this just really bites
0: and the fun continues
2: <laughs> and I this next Article I actually uh, saw them talking about it in the Disney group that I'm in. Vicki, I know you're in there too, and it was a big controversy. Um, Disney may alter ride photos for guests that don't wear a mask or don't wear their mask correctly. Up until this point, Disney has been withholding the photos of guests that took their mask off or weren't wearing wearing their mask correctly. Many guests were telling Disney cast members that their improper mask usage was an accident or that they didn't realize their picture would be withheld. Another common response was, I didn't know my child took their mask off. So Disney's tech cast members came up with a solution. They will add a mask to the photo digitally. Currently, they are testing it out on the dinosaur ride at Animal Kingdom and Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin at Magic Kingdom. We appreciate Disney coming up with a way to make everyone happy.
1: So what was the controversy?
2: Well, some of the discussion was that on some of the rides, um, the masks were coming off. Right. Like, you know, like uh, Rock and Roller Coaster or whatever. Like, the masks were coming off and they would lose them on the ride. Well, on yeah. these pictures, they were taking those pictures out and the people were like, well, you know, that's not very fair. My mask came off. I can't help that. Right.
1: I get both sides though. I get Thank why you. Disney isn't going to be like, oh, so you want bragging rights for not wearing your mask properly. So you right. did it on purpose. So they have to kind of do this across the board but I, I like that they are going to still give you your photo, but you, they, they're they still winning, you know, like you get your photo, but we're gonna put a mask on you in the photo. So you aren't going to intentionally take your mask off. The
0: rides, that you have, the rides that have a lot of power or pressure, those I understood a little bit more, but there are other rides like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. It was not gonna come off on Seven Dwarfs Mind Train. And there were right. people on there that didn't do it. And then when they didn't get their pictures, they were talking to the cast members and I'm like "Mm, I don't feel sorry for you everywhere you look there's signs that say to wear your mask and not to mention that if you start to take it off someone's there watching you I feel like you know it's like big brothers watching or whatever um and I think Disney's just trying to be fair and safe right because they've asked everybody to do it but I did notice, so if you had a cute mask, the cute mask is not gonna be in the picture if you took it off, you're gonna get this gray mask. I saw a picture of some little boy that had taken his mask off and it was just a gray mask that covered his face.
2: I was gonna say I hadn't seen any of the pictures yet. I want, I wondered, wanted to know if it looked like a real mask or if you could tell it was digitally.
0: I could tell it was digital, um, but I'm not sure everybody would. My mom probably wouldn't be able to tell, but... Um, yeah, it's like a silver gray. I don't know if they change it according to what... If you're a girl, you get a purple. I don't know. But I mean, the one I saw was a little boy and he had an, a gray mask. And I could totally see a kid taking one off. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of people have been really conscious of watching that too. So, I mean, sometimes I think just people are going to try to beat the system.
3: I don't know. I guess we will find out. I have to see see how this looks. And I'm... I'm interested, I need to go start Googling, see what the outcome is. (laughs) Um, So I have a bit of good news. So although Disneyland is still closed, which isn't the good news obviously, um, they have updated their expiration dates for their unused tickets. So if your Disneyland trip has been impacted by the closure, Disney has released this new updated information. They put out a statement saying that unused, non-promotional single day tickets that expire on December 30th, 2020, for March 31st, 2021, will have their tickets extended to December 16th, 2021, and wholly unused tickets, non-promotional multi-day tickets that expire on January 12th, 2021, or April 13th, 2021, will have the expiration date extended to December 16th, 2021, and the tickets will expire 13 days after first use, or, on December 16th, 2021, whichever comes first. So these expiration dates will be updated prior to the first day that Disneyland reopens.
0: And so the only thing that, when that will be? Well, the only thing that bothers me about that is, and I'm not even one of these people, but I'm just kind of paying devil's advocate. What if you can't vacation next year? Like what if you don't have any vacation? Right. And you have these tickets, do you try to sell them? And you're really not supposed to do that? I kind of feel like they should get their money back.
2: I agree, especially if Disneyland had to cancel it. Because that's what Disney World did when they first shut down. Um, If you had a trip, just tickets, because I had a couple of uh, clients that were like that, they just had tickets, and uh, they were able to call and get their money back. Or they could hold their tickets and use them at a later time that was the two options that they gave them. Right, and I think there's a good chance
0: there's gonna be some people that can't use them before that date. Especially like with, I don't know how everybody's health services in the states that you guys are in, but um, the local one that's Mercy, they have to, in January, give all their vacation days for the entire year and hope that they get to go somewhere during that time. And
2: UPS is the same way. UPS, um, they have to have their vacations in for the following year by december 31st
0: and so i don't know we'll just hope it works out for people so this is really cool so this is another up for sure disney has created some crazy new patents they recently filed the patent for techniques for concealed vehicle reset and i know what you're thinking because my mind was like what so this tech would allow the ride vehicle to transform to a second configuration so think of it as you're on the ride and you have a car accident or a wreck then whatever happens to your car the car changes like so if there's a wreck it's going to have dents and it's going to have this stuff but after they let you off and before the ride starts again there's a reset room where the car will go off the track where people can't see um that's why it's called concealed And it goes off the track where you can't see and then comes back on and then Hmm. the car looks like it did before the ride started. So that was pretty cool. It sounded cooler when I was when I saw the actual, like, what do you call it? Blueprints or whatever. It wasn't as cool as what was going on in my mind. I'm like, it's like a transformer. How are they going to do this with these people in there? But it's not that much. But it does transform the uh, ride vehicle. And then the other one. Oh, I it's have for Stephanie a, to read. Yes. Yeah.
1: I have a, another patent as well. Now, this is a mouthful. It is a legged, high-dexterity, self-balancing capable robot actor. Quite the mouthful, right? (laughs) This is going to be a robot that is capable of standing on its own. It can move in a similar fashion to a human without any support from structures. The patent also mentions that this could be used as a potential meet-and-greet character The design that was turned in looked a lot like Judy Hopps so maybe this is going to be used over there in that new Zootopia area of Shanghai Disney how cool would that be
0: but this is where I'm going to be like um Jessica was before about the meet and greets are so important that's going to make me sad if they all become robots because that's Uh going to be another person's job
2: right and plus that, that's the fun of interacting with the characters is because it is
1: another person you know and because of the real interactions that they make with you the way that right. they connect
2: right
0: and that seems like a lot of money more than you pay an employee because well, you're gonna who
2: knows, this might be way down the road the true because it's starting out. in
0: shanghai so right. they always get everything there first
2: close right. Yep. all right so we are now on to some disney cruise line news this is my favorite subject, but this is not my favorite thing to talk about. So Disney has now canceled all February departures. All sailings through February 28, 2021 have been canceled. As with previous cancellations, guests that had their cruise paid in full will be offered cruise credit of 125% or a full refund. Guests who had not paid their cruise in full will receive the full amount that they have paid towards the cruise, and that's just so far. Final payments on sailings through June 30th, 2021 will now be due 60 days before the departure date. There will be no cancellation fee when a trip is canceled 60 days or more before, unless for those in suites or concierge level. If you want more information, you should go to the Disney Cruise Line website. And we actually were going to schedule a cruise for February. And I'm glad we didn't. We changed it to November because I just had a feeling that they were going to end up canceling them. So that changed
0: because I know it was 30 days and now they changed it to 60 days. Right. Well, it was 60 days before, right? Yep. So they must be kind of sure that it's going to go well.
2: And then the cutoff date is June. My, My final payment on my... Trip for November is July. <laughs> wow.
1: Well, and I think it was Eugenia who was saying if you have clients right now who are um, wanting to cruise, it is a great idea to pay those trips in full because if they do cancel, you're getting 125%. So, I mean, if, if you're Willing to be flexible and then it is a bummer if you get canceled, but you get a lot more money towards another trip and you'll take it eventually when it's safe to And also I just noticed this on our own cruise is
2: because of these cancellations being pushed further um, The ones for the end of the year for 2021 are booking really fast so it makes yeah. me glad that I already booked ours because it's just, it's almost completely full on our ship.
1: That's crazy.
3: Wow. oh wow. Well, and I wonder how that's going to work too. You know, if they're, you know, like they're recommending it'll be limited capacity. So are they, they... Filling? I would
2: say by November and December, it's not, it's going to be full capacity. Full capacity. Because the vaccines are supposed to roll out. To us, normal people that don't work in, you know, the medical field. Well, I mean, I work in the medical field, but I'm not going to be one of the first ones. I'm not front line. Um, but by summer is when we'll all get it. And, and I guarantee you that Disney will say, you have to show us where you got your COVID vaccine. Because
1: they're not going to let you on the ship if you don't. So if you didn't, and you're within that 60-day window, do you think they're going to charge you for canceling? I don't know. Probably it will work. If they're going to tell you you can't get on the ship if you're not, if you don't have the vaccination. Well,
2: I, I mean, basically, they're probably going to tell you up front, like as soon as possible, they're going to tell you you have to have this or you cannot cruise. If if you're not going to get it, then you need to cancel. Do you know what I mean? I think they'll yeah. give people time, and I don't think they'll charge them a fee for that. But I do think it's going to be a m- mandatory thing. I think it's going to be for travel in general. I think it's going to be a mandatory. Planes, everything. Unfortunately.
3: So we're heading over to Disneyland Paris, and again on the topic of COVID, they're still closed until February 12th of 2021, but they're now offering an incentive for those who have canceled their trips. So similar to the cruises, guests that had their trip canceled will receive a 100 euro Disney gift card to use while they're at the parks when they rebook by February 12th of 2021 and travel to Disneyland Paris by September 30th of 2021. So they're really trying to get people back to the park once it opens up.
2: I don't know if a hundred euros is enough. Is that one gift card per booking or per person, family? They decide booking.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, I thought it was per family booking. Yeah, that's what I was assuming. But maybe they're being extra generous. No, they don't have the money. Probably not. They don't (laughs) have the money to do that. No. They can't afford that magic. Oh, sorry. (laughs) So with the stay home order for Orange County and Anaheim, the restaurants have been ordered to go back to takeout and delivery only, which I'm hoping we don't get that far to, but or get that far in the COVID again, but anything's possible at this point. Disney has chose to temporarily close their resorts at Downtown Disney and the most recently opened Buena Vista Street that everybody was excited about. This took effect on Monday, December 7th, which means 350 cast members will return to furlough because of the reduction. Um, the third party restaurants that um, are in that area are able to still do carry out orders, um, but the food cannot be consumed on the Disney property. So if it's not a Disney restaurant, but they're like renting their space kind of thing, um, the people are going to be, I guess, they're going to have security to make sure the people leave with the food. And But the retail stores at Downtown Disney are going to remain open and at a smaller capacity, 20% or lower, maybe in a store at a time. Um, the stay-at-home order also means that the reopening of the Grand Californian is going to be delayed once again.
2: You know, we're like that here in Kentucky. Um, again, we are back to takeout and delivery only. No restaurants are open. There are some here, and
0: in fact, there's really a lot of fast food places. I don't know if Stephanie notices that that um,
2: don't have indoor, which I'm happy for. Um, the place that Jenny used to work at, they um, they did not open their um, front, you know, like for dining. They never did open. They stayed um, drive through. But ours is supposed to be lifted. I think the 13th. That's next nice Sunday. Week. But everybody here, I mean, because I live in the tri state and Indiana, Ohio are still open. So everybody's been going to Indiana or, or Ohio to go out to eat.
1: That's just kind of how it house, is. 20 the minutes. city and the county for us. Yeah. St. Louis <laughs> City is shut down. St. Charles County, it's not. So it's a free for all. St.
2: Charles county. That's right. <laughs> I said that the other night. We were like trying to decide what we wanted because we eat a lot of takeout anyway. And he was like, man, we should just go over to
1: Ohio. <laughs> how funny so Disney legend and Walt Disney Imagineer Tony Braxter is back at it reiterating his support for a long overdue redo of the journey into imagination with Figment attraction at Epcot Baxter's idea bag is full of creativity including the possibility of a full length animated film featuring Figment The Figment audio animatronics inside of Journey into Imagination just recently received a special holiday sweater overlay as part of the Festival of the Holidays. That's a fun one. I love the holiday sweater one. They showed a renewed interest in the character amidst high merchandise sales and marketing.
2: That's one of my favorite rides.
0: I think that Figment is having like, a rehaul or whatever kind of like a retro where retro is really big yeah because I you know I'm not sure about a full-length movie I think that would be interesting it might be a little overkill
1: I think so too long you don't want to waste that much time
0: (laughs) they could always try like a little short thing on Disney plus see how it goes over and if kids really seem to like it then they could I just hate for them to spend all that money
2: because animation. Think the older generation is going to enjoy it more than the younger generation honestly.
1: <laughs> the younger generation has like a 30 minute time frame of attention <laughs> that you can right. have them for this long. That's it.
2: Exactly. So Star Wars Rise of the Resistance didn't start boarding this past Saturday, December 5th until 4.19pm. That was a first birthday of the ride that is located at galaxy's edge in hollywood studios this ambitious attraction once again failed to open with the rest of the park after a year of technical issues non-functioning audio animatronics and and even a lightning strike this is the latest start time for this attraction since it opened on december 5th 2019 over this past year, Rise of the Resistance had cycled through a number of complex boarding group procedures. We expect there will be more changes to the process in the year to come. Yes, we're hoping for a standby queue, but Disney hasn't given any indication that this will even be an option. And I, you know, I saw a discussion on this today online and it said the same thing. They're hoping that there's a queue because people would rather stand in line to ride it, then ha- try and get this
1: stupid boarding pass. But imagine if you were standing in line until four nineteen. Yeah, you know, no if you doubt. had gotten like first in line, like I'll just wait, I'll just wait, and it's four nineteen and it's just opening. Not what was it seven?
2: I wonder if they, instead of having them stay in line, maybe they sent a message on the app saying, you know, when it was open and saying you can come back and get in line or something. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but I, I'm sorry. No ride is worth that. <laughs> no, I mean, right, not really. That's your whole day
1: at the park.
2: I'm not even that interested in running it, honestly. I mean, if I can get a boarding pass to ride it, I'll do it just to say I did it, but it's not high priority for me. You know what I mean?
0: I want to do Mickey's and Minnie's Runaway Railway right. first.
2: Me too.
3: Yes. So, Disney Springs reached capacity shortly after 6 p.m. on Saturday, December 5th. The parking garages were closed, and the closure resulted in a traffic jam on Buena Vista Drive. An electronic message board informs arriving guests that Disney Springs has reached capacity, and Disney Springs has extended its operating hours to serve the holiday shoppers. The extended hours also means that buses from Disney resorts operate later into the night. So it's getting busy at Disney Springs. Um, it really has been for a while. Um,
0: but I think within the last month and a half, probably five to six weeks, is when you've seen it close, like you can't get in. So we have reservations for Christmas dinner. <laughs> We're going to have to get there in the afternoon and take a nap in the, at Disney Springs so that we make sure we get to have our reservations.
1: Yep, go sit on a bench somewhere. Can you imagine being so excited? Like, oh, we're going to Disney Springs today. And then you get there and they're not, you're not even allowed in because it's at capacity. And then you get stuck in a traffic jam of other people who are also trying to figure out how to leave. Like, what? Just a, no. that'd be an awful night. Like, Vicky, well, why
2: would it happen if you had reservation and you and went seem- and you, they wouldn't let you in? I thought they let you in if you have reservations. So,
0: well, and that is what we reported, I think a couple of weeks ago, they said they would. But there was somebody on a video this last week that said they weren't letting people in unless a car came out. And then you could show them your thing. I have a reservation, and they let that person in. Yeah, I think they would, but I actually want my mom to see the trailer tree, so we might as well just get there on Christmas Day. It's not, because like Kaylee said... We're not going to be in a park the day before. So it's not like we're going to be whooped where we want to sleep in more. And Mm -hmm. we could actually get there at a decent hour, even maybe eat lunch there at one of the quick serve places and then just spend our day looking at the trail of trees because it's not the same as in years past. I don't even know if we reported on that or not, but it's actually um, like a scavenger hunt because they couldn't have the trees that close together because of Corona. So the trees are like all throughout all of Disney Springs and they give you a little map and you get stickers, and when you get done, you get a little button that says, I um, did the trail of trees or something for 2020. Um, Not that the button's a big deal, although Margie said she would take mine if I didn't want it. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I honestly don't know. But yeah, it looked horrible. I saw pictures of the traffic, and I'm just like, I don't wanna do that. Wow. And we've always been at Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day, so I don't honestly know what to expect. Saturday, December 5th, would have been Walt Disney's 119th birthday if he was still with us. Disney Plus had a lot of specials, classic animation, documentaries, and more in the memory of him. Um, And even if you weren't at the parks or at a movie theater celebrating his birthday, we hope that you did something to celebrate this man that has brought magic into so many of our lives. If nothing else, this week, I think you should turn on Steamboat Willie and remember that Walt started this whole empire with a mouse. Mickey Mouse.
1: Aww. I love that. And although Walt never got to see the experimental prototype community of tomorrow or Epcot, as we've come to know it in 1982, the park's historic transformation will bring an all new statue celebrating the legacy of the original dreamer, Walt Disney. This area will be known as the dreamers point. The statue will be located in world celebration, where as guests exit the, potentially refurbished Spaceship Earth, they'll be welcomed further into the park with the breathtaking views of the World Showcase. Zach Ridley posted a picture of the concept art this week letting guests know that this project is still alive and well. What a great tribute. As it should be.
0: And <laughs> you guys need to Google that picture because I couldn't begin to think of how to describe It's just, it's, it is breathtaking. You have to see it was a really cool idea on somebody's part just to include him. And I hope that no one ever takes that part of him away. The parts that, you know, like the little statues of him and of Roy. I hope those are always there for years and years to come.
2: So Disney released the full performance video of the Candlelight Professional with Neil Patrick Harris at Epcot from 2019. Well, guests at Walt well, Disney World or Disneyland Resort won't be able to enjoy the majesty of the candlelight professional this year, Disney is trying to keep the holiday magic going. This video also comes with an introduction by Walt Disney Archives director Becky Klein. She discusses the history of this event, complete with rare images from throughout the decades and a closing message from Patrick Neil Patrick Harris expresses hope that he will be able to host again in 2021.
0: I've never got to see him
2: so sad that's one of my favorite things no
0: it is that's that was our christmas eve service and that's my mom was like what are we doing for christmas eve i'm like um i think church is streaming and i was right so we'll just watch (laughs) the
2: streaming from our condo better than nothing
0: well we've been watching streaming church anyways because too many covid cases at church right now so trying to
1: stay safe good idea
3: A couple of weeks ago we told you that the Disney's Boardwalk Inn pool was changing the scary clown slide that had been there for a while. I think I was on that episode and um, just hilarious. I don't know why they would put a scary clown on a slide for kids. It was scary. In any case, Disney officially confirmed that the slide at the Luna Park pool will have a completely refreshed appearance when it reopens. The Disney rep gave this statement saying, We look forward to Mickey and his pals clowning around at the Luna Park pool. Guests will enjoy the same great ride down Keister coaster slide with a brand new look. So it sounds like Mickey and pals. Much better than a scary clown.
0: But I didn't like how the guy that said it said clowning around. Because it still made it sound like the clown might be there. I'm like, no, no, no. no. That, clown, that clown is scary. No, no, no. <laughs> no.
2: People you just... are afraid of clowns anyway. <laughs>
3: yeah. Now watch Mickey and Minnie. will have like red noses or something. And like scary <laughs> makeup okay. on or something.
0: <laughs> that would be okay. But that clown man. Woo. He's not Pennywise, but you just don't want. He was a scary clown. So, Disney's looking into merging their two streaming services, Disney Plus and Hulu, into one. So, Disney Plus just reached, or should, or excuse me, just recently surpassed 73 million subscribers, and Hulu has 36 million. So, if they put the two together, it will be over 100 million subscribers. It's not known what a combined Disney Plus and Hulu would look like, but most likely parental cor- controls would have to be imposed to separate the more adult material from Hulu, which Holy cow, yes, because that's where that show is that Brad had me watch, and it's definitely not a show for kids.
2: Um, Oh, man, The Handmaid's Tale. I love that show. That's one of my favorite shows, but you're right. It's not for
0: kids. No, it is not. So if they do merge, Disney, if you're listening, we do need parental
3: controls.
1: I wonder what they will do, because when we got our Disney+, Plus, we prepaid for a three-year service. So if they were to combine... What happens to us? See, mine's already combined with Hulu.
2: Um, it gave me a discount if I was a Hulu subscriber.
0: Mm. And I didn't do that.
1: <laughs> Mine is just three years of Disney Plus. So I'm going to Disney, I just just go ahead and give us free Hulu <laughs> if we already paid for three years. Okay. We're in it to win it. We gave you three years. You give us free Hulu. I think Thank it's you. only fair. That's fair, yep. Mm -hmm. So while the past few months have brought the loss of many talented entertainers around the Disney World Resort hotels, the return of one performer is music to our ears. The pianist has returned to the lobby of Disney's Grand Floridian Resort for the first time since it reopened back in June. You can hear him play in an alcove just off of the main... Atrium, home to the resort's massive Christmas tree. In an attempt to keep safe during the COVID pandemic, he's wearing an elegantly patterned face mask to complement his tuxedo. Sadly, the pianist is the only musician that's back at the Grand Floridian Society Orchestra. The rest of the former Grand Floridian Society Orchestra can now be seen as the Jolly Creek Society Orchestra at the Jolly Creek Holiday Festival in Kiss Me. Well, I'm glad they
0: found
2: something else to do for now.
1: Yeah, that I was glad,
0: and they kept part of their name, the Society Orchestra. Obviously, they couldn't do Grand Floridian because they're not there anymore, right. but I thought that was cool.
2: So, Bob Iger announced that he will be leaving Disney at the end of 2020. No, it isn't because of the pandemic, but Bob Iger isn't ruling out being a part of Joe Biden's White House administration. In an interview in September, Iger would be willing to consider a job in the Biden administration. Giving back is some in some fashion, serving our country in some fashion is certainly something I would consider seriously. By Bob Iger said, A lot of it would depend on what the opportunity is and whether I thought it would be something that I would be simulated by and good at. Iger did not specify what kind of. Biden administration job he would be interested in and noted that he was still carefully weighing his post-Disney options and has already received several feelers from private equity firms looking to hire him. So I thought he was excited about
0: retiring, but that makes it sound like if he got the right money, he might go something else. Right? I mean, that's his prerogative, obviously, but I thought he wanted to go be happy, travel, not worry about pressures of life.
1: Guess not. And 2020 He's a working hit. working man.
3: Would you say? I again? said then 2020 hit. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. I think he probably has lots of job offers too that are probably pretty enticing. I bet. To would be hard to put say no to. So um, Epic eat, Eats. Sorry, start that over. Epic Eats reopened this weekend at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Epic Eats will be open from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily, and it's located in the Echo Lake area of the park next to Indiana Jones. Epic Spent Spectacular and sells drinks and dessert items, such as funnel cakes. Now, Indiana Jones, that is not back up and running yet, right? Not yet. So it's kind of off over there by itself
0: a bit? Well, you have to walk. You, that could be one That's of the it. ways that you walk, yet yeah, to go to Galaxy's Edge. True,
3: yeah. Um, then there's the holiday Oreo oh food. This is my favorite part, sorry. <laughs> holiday Oreo bonbons can be found at Cape May, Cape May Cafe. If you've had them before, they have had a makeover. They're dyed red and green Oreo cookie mousse with an Oreo cookie base with a touch of chocolate ganache on top and some holiday sprinkles. They can also be purchased as a four-pack from the Ale and Compass. Four-pack is the way I'm going, by the way. <laughs> they right. look good. So, Vicki, <laughs> yeah, um, can you ship me out some Oreo bonbons, please? Sure. And I'll have. I'll I'll actually have a menu. I'll have a list of items. <laughs> I know the, um,
0: the, what is it, the holiday tort, I think, is the thing that I'm going to try not to indulge on because they have it at the parks, but then I found out the other day, they have it at Amaret's Patisserie, which is also at Disney Springs. And I, can, I have capabilities of getting there. It's only 10 minutes more I'm staying. So mm-hmm. the French Patisserie, which anybody who's been on here for very long has heard me talk about before, is at the back of the French Pavilion. That's the one that my family likes. They have their holiday Bouche de Nouelle. And actually I just watched a Hallmark movie that they made a bûche de Neuels. They had a competition. Um, It is made of three chocolate creams and a chocolate biscuit. And it's a lot rolled up, kind of like the tort is, but not exactly because it's French and not whatever the tort is from. Um, Also, at Beaches and Cream at the Beach Club Resort, there is a new cookie butter milkshake. This Mm. This thing looked like a meal for two. The milkshake is cookie butter ice cream with red and green syrup. It's served in a souvenir cup with a rim of buttercream frosting, and then Christmas sprinkles, so they put the buttercream frosting, they had to have done it before they put the ice cream in and roll the sprinkles because it was perfectly done, topped with a red velvet cupcake with buttercream frosting in the middle, filling, topped with green buttercream frosting, a star cookie wafer, edible glitter, holiday sprinkles, and chocolate Mickey ears.
2: That is a lot of buttercream frosting.
0: (laughs) Listen, that would be my dream if I was going to be eating bad stuff because I love some different <laughs> buttercream crofting. But.
2: I'm right
1: there with you, Vicki. That sounds amazing. But
0: then I'd be paying for it on my knees yeah. for three weeks.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, that kind of stuff, it sounds really good. I just can't eat like that in the parks because after I eat something like that, I need a nap. Like there's no moving right. afterwards. I just need to like sit down, unbutton my pants, and relax for a moment like there's not let's go run to another ride like it's not (laughs) happening so we've got two new coffee drinks this i can do i can (laughs) handle this and do parks at the same time no pants unbuttoning required two new coffee drinks are spotted this week at the riviera the noel blanc uh gloss and the toasted praline cold brew the Noel Blanc Gloss is a frozen cold brew coffee, blend it with white mocha, cinnamon, and milk. And then there's also a Noelle Blanc Latte. And then the Toasted Praline Cold Brew features the resort specialty cold brew served together with house-made praline marshmallow cream. Does that not sound amazing?
2: I am getting the Toasted Praline Cold <laughs> Brew. <laughs> mm. So good. Galaxy's Edge is now serving their Hot Spice sorbat Cider. It is hot apple cider with notes of hickory snack and winter spices. They also sell a spiked version of this Hot Star Wars favorite. You can find it at the Ronto, on the Ronto Roosters menu. Territory Lounge was opened for the first time since the closure of Fort Wilderness Lodge. This was due to the cold weather. Their hours are 3.30 to 11pm but it seems they will only be open when it is too cold for the guests to use the pool bar. Like which they had 40 so, d- I was going to say which is so funny because their cold weather is not cold to us.
0: So I. normally <laughs> I would say that was true because we were watching a YouTube video where they went to that millions of lights thing for the Make-A-Wish people um, and I really am th- thinking about doing that while I'm there um, but it was 40 degrees like they had on sweaters Yeah, yeah. Now I do remember when the first time we went for Christmas, I think that was 2013, these poor people that were from Mexico, they were in their winter coats and they had their scarves all the way covered, earmuffs, mittens and gloves on, and they were still freezing those poor people. And it was like 62 degrees and we were
2: like, oh yeah, this is awesome. That's what we did back in, I guess, when was that, 2016 when we went at Christmas and the kids wanted to swim in the pool and they had a little bar by the pool so Chris and I sat at the bar and let the kids swim and they had heaters blowing on us and we just had sweatshirts on and we're like this is not cold and the, <laughs> the people working the bar they like had heavy parkas on and they're like you guys aren't cold we're like, we nowhere from Kentucky <laughs>
0: But I know when they opened this the other day, it was 40 degrees there, which for them is... That is cold. Yeah. I'm sure they thought I'm it was I'm an Alaska. Arizona
3: girl. I'm an Arizona girl. So I'm one of those that, you know, I'm used to 115. That's right. So you need your so parka. If it drops to 40, that's a pretty substantial drop.
0: <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, for real.
3: So the Ohana bread pudding is back. Last week it was spotted at the Kona Cafe. This bread pudding is served with an amazing caramel sauce and usually bananas. At Kona the bread pudding is being served with just the caramel sauce and later in the week the Ohana bread pudding dessert was also found at the Tambu Lounge menu which bread pudding and caramel and all of that is wonderful Yum. Kona Cafe. it's That all sounds great.
0: I know I want to make a reservation for Kona now because that is the one thing that detours me of eating that bread pudding at Ohana is the bananas. I, I you just my
2: it. son, Andrew. Andrew does not like bananas.
0: This is. A, I will tell you a quick story about how you should never pack your lunch. Or excuse me. My mom should never pack my lunch the night before and put the banana in your lunch in the refrigerator. Because you will have banana flavored Brunschwager. Banana flavored bologna. <laughs> oh. Banana flavored pickle and pimento loaf. Banana flavored cookies banana flavored potato chips everything <laughs> tasted like a banana so when i moved out i was done with bananas and i know <laughs> i will eat it if somebody gives it to me as a treat or something i'm not gonna say no and be rude but i just i just remember like eating brown swagger that tasted like banana brown swagger is not Ew. the best food anyway right <laughs> no we were not wealthy people so we had to eat cheap food and so yeah Ugh. I just can't do it anymore. Um, and no, I was not a poor child that you have to worry about me. I was not Oliver or anything like that, but we were very <laughs> frugal. Mon Gere Paul, I'm probably murdering that. My daughter's gonna laugh. It she sounded took, good, That sounded good. She took French. Returned as an expansion of Chefs de Francais at Epcot. Guests dining at chef de Francais may be in for a unique experience, which I wish I was having. So Chefs de Francais has expanded its seating capacity by using Mon Paul's dining room. Monsieur Paul, a signature restaurant, has yet to welcome diners since Epcot reopened in mid-July and is located on the second floor. As with many of the Disney restaurants, some of the tables aren't used during social distancing. The tables and spaces now allow for any size party and the paper placemats um, in the restaurant say Chefs de Francais and they have their logo and the QR menu so that the people can scan it to order their food. And um, I did not realize that the windows overlooked an elevated view of the World Showcase. So now I want to eat there. (laughs) Oh, that's neat. Especially if it was at night, because it's so pretty. But anyway, so if you have a reservation for Le Chefs de Francais, then you will be good to go. You can ask if you can sit upstairs in Mon Cher Paul's.
1: A Dooney and Burke cat magic band was spotted in Legends of Hollywood at Hollywood Studios. It is a limited edition magic band that only made 2,000 and it matches the Dooney and Burke cat's brain bag that we talked about last week. So I'm sure they're probably already gone. Whenever there's something that's limited edition, cool, they get bought up quickly. The Dooney and Burke limited edition Italian magic band was spotted. There are even less of these. We've got 1,500 made. A bag collection will be coming soon to match this magic band, and it can be found in the Italian Pavilion.
2: Final mini collection named Nighttime Castle and Grand Finale. This collection was inspired by the beloved Fireworks Disney Parks. The collection will be available very soon. Merge pass entries for Series 12 open December 8th at 7 a.m. Pacific time. This is 10 days earlier than what was originally announced. And the wintry blue ears are
3: here. Their cornflower blue ears were spotted at Shop Disney. The cornflower ears are velour with a cornflower sequined blue bow. They have also been spotted in Disneyland. We will let you know when they are spotted at Disney World. In the Mexican Pavilion. Uh, there were some new ears spotted as well. The ears are embroidered with some hidden Mickeys and a Mexican rainbow striped bow in the center. Those were super cute. So, yeah, I love me some mouse ears.
0: Same. The, I mean, I could not possibly wear all the ears. Um, although I thought this was funny and I don't think I shared it with anybody. So, you, I mean, the, you guys know that my mom was supposed to go on her first Disney trip with us in October. And then with everything, we just didn't think it was safe nor did we want her to see Disney halfway. And so we had bought her ears that said, mom. And then she had Halloween shirts that matched us. And then she had a shirt that said first Disney trip. Well, apparently when we were at Disney, I knew Kaylee went to the zoo with her here.
2: She apparently wore her ears. Oh. She's like, you I know, was supposed to be there. I've a lot of people doing that here. They've the kids wear their- them, the kids yeah. wear them. Uh, one of my friends that lives over in Cincinnati, she has the light up uh, Christmas ears from last year and she warmed in the Cincinnati
0: Zoo I think it's okay I think it's acceptable it's really no Let's different than that
2: we, yeah. we got kids
0: wearing cat ears every day I have a little girl in my class she has 10 they match different outfits and so one day I guess well, the other girl called the other girl or one girl in my class called the other girl and told her what she was wearing because one had on purple and one had on orange and I was like oh my gosh you are killing me with this <laughs> With your ears. (laughs) I know. Well, thank you so much, Gina, for joining us at the last minute. Thank you, Jessica, for being able to be with us again. It's always fun to see you because I don't see you. And then I'm like, oh, that's what Jessica looks like. If you're interested to be a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, all you have to do is email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com. Our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our Twitter page, Mousecapades Pod.
1: And be sure to listen to Friday's show. We kind of referenced this one. Vicki and Brad are going to interview her friend Karen and Karen's daughter Kate about their Thanksgiving girls' trip to the happiest place on earth. If you're interested in receiving the Your Story Travel monthly newsletter, which is filled with resort reviews, packing tips, shopping tips, history, and more, contact us at info at yourstorytravel.com or message us here at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. And Gina is going to make sure that you get a copy at the beginning of each month. We just had a new one come out, right, yes, we did. Yep, yeah, we did. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Capades podcast.
0: Well, ladies, I think it is about that time. Disney love. See you all real soon. To
1: infinity and beyond. Have a magical day, my friends.